0: Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education.
1: Well, welcome one and all. It is educated and I am Katie Petrick, joined as always by David Fiorazzo. Now, before we get started... I want to show some love to our sponsor, Switch to America, because we've been talking about how the world is crazy. It's gone crazy. It's crazy. It's in crazy town now. We have supply chain issues. We have record-setting inflation. We have sky-high gas prices. I could go on and on. Now, during times like these, it's very important to remember, use that noggin, to remember the small businesses that are right here in the good old U.S. of A. And we can start by visiting our friends at switch
2: that's right, Katie. Switch to america.com right now. If you visit that, you can see all the alternatives to the everyday items you already use that are made right here in the USA. Again, switch to america.com. If you love this country and support American companies, do it.
1: All right. We also want to give a quick plug and show some love to our friend, Dr. Jake Jacobs and his brand new series (laughs) debuting tomorrow night called A Brief History of American Political Parties. This four part series will cover the birth of the political parties and their evolution into what they represent today. This series is quite the eye opener and it debuts tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central. So make sure to download our Freedom Project app if you haven't done so already. And hopefully you have done so. So you're all set for Jake's show. But now we're going to take a look because uh, we got some numbers in. The numbers are in, David. They're in. And despite billions, billions of dollars being invested in public schools every year, pff, student math and reading levels, they're just uh, what, what, what we call abysmal.
2: Is there a word worse than abysmal that we, we better start looking for a word like that? Yeah. So this is, it's not exactly a shocker. <laughs> um, I, I was telling Katie before we got on the show today that I was writing about this about 12 to 15 years ago. John Stossel was doing some research and we were looking into the math and English falling, uh, declining test scores in America. Here we are in 2022 and the headline is American test scores prompt a moment of truth for schools what are they going to do so the nation's report card reveals steep declines not just declines steep declines and we will add as katie just did abysmal in math and reading scores among u.s fourth and eighth graders so american student test scores plunged again they're using these words by historic levels during the coronavirus oh what are they blaming it on Not the teachers, not the curriculum, not the organization of the schools, not the teachers' unions. It's the RONA. It's the RONA. It's that big old nasty virus. That's why students aren't doing well.
1: Well, and uh, speaking of someone that sounds like the RONA, how about the Secretary of Education? Cardona. Miguel Cardona. (laughs) What did Miguel have to say about this?
3: Uh, We have an opportunity here to make sure we double down on providing better uh, access to reading and math supports for our students. And let me also say this, the 2019 data, that was nothing to brag about either. We've lost our spot. We have to work uh, to make sure that our students here in the United States are number one again in the world. That's what we should be aiming for. Um, We have an opportunity here with the American Rescue Plan dollars, with the same urgency that we had reopening our schools, to raise the bar for our students, to provide them more Opportunities. That means having highly qualified teachers in every classroom for every student, providing uh, more opportunities after school, providing summer learning opportunities that give students uh, a chance to catch up on what was lost during the pandemic, but also raise the bar because those 2019 data uh, is not something that I, I aspire to achieve. Yeah. I want to go past that
1: okay david i like music you like music yes you know the four tops they had a song called it's the same old song because <laughs> this is the same old song that is sung every single year but especially every time when we get the national assessment of education progress nape the nape scores when they come out because what happens is you you test the fourth grade you test the eighth grade you test the tenth grade but we're going to focus on the fourth and eighth and you test them every couple of years and what's happening and every time almost they just go
2: so but didn't he say the Biden administration is going to raise the bar. Oh, yes. Didn't he say that? Is that a promise? Is that Oh, OK? Seriously, friends, seriously, when you hear this blah, 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 you can kind of mute the mute the the screen or the volume whenever he's talking, because, duh, what are they going to say every year? Test scores declining. Oh, we're going to do something. We're going to raise the bar. Yeah, we got to change this. Are they going to change anything? Probably not. So I get a little tired of it. I can't imagine what parents think when they hear another story like this using words like abysmal, abysmal. or steep decline. So the results are in and again, um, he said, this is a moment of truth for education. I could have sworn that same language of used during the, was used during the Bush administration, mm-hmm. the Obama administration, mm-hmm. Common Core got jammed in there, passed mm-hmm. through, rammed mm-hmm. through. And of course, now there's no more Common Core, right? they just changed the name but here here's what it is it's the pandemic's fault Katie seriously um do you think parents hear hear this and go yeah that was probably really the reason the pandemic do you think they're getting away with this
1: some are thinking that some Some. parents will think that it's it's the parents who still have their heads in the sand who will be like oh makes sense or if they're they don't want to see truth in front of them they just want to think politics because i don't care if you're left right or center this has been education in our country has been an issue for decades mm-hmm. and decades it was when i was in school it may have been when you were in school <laughs> we <feel> <laughs> <David's> <laughs> over there. Uh,
2: she didn't give it away though.
1: Uh-huh. but it, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse and so we keep doubling down on we need to give it more money it's more money it's more money and more money and so we all know a teacher out there. You may be a teacher out there. So we wanna support our teacher. So of course we we say, let's give more money. You know, I have a, a friend who's a teacher, an aunt, an, uh, an uncle, a mom, a dad, whatever it may be, because we, may, we know people on the ground, basically. We know the boots on the ground. And so it becomes very personal for us. So we wanna give the, the people the money, but what we don't understand as a nation is the money that we've been giving is going straight to the unions. There was coronavirus money given to the schools. And how much of it actually reached the student? Uh-huh. Not a lot, because in the thousands, reached the teachers union. And I'm not talking overall, I'm talking per pupil.
2: Well, Democrat policies, let's I mean, you take anything, any government program, they're trying to help people in the inner cities. How much of that money, our federal tax dollars, actually got to help the poor and those in the inner cities? You know, probably a big zero, maybe a few dollars here and there. Same thing in education. Um, but let's go to the bottom line here so these mathematics results are historically awful abysmal national education or national center for education stats commissioner peggy carr said this quote they are the largest declines in mathematics we have observed in the entire history of this assessment that's pretty clear and pretty damning about the education system i mean Mm -hmm. the largest decline ever in that assessment.
1: And exactly what is the decline? Well, that's still to come because we're gonna continue discussing the epic fail of America's public schools, and we're gonna dive deep into the actual results that show exactly how each state is performing. That's next.
0: If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows
1: Okay, you fellow data nerds, we're going to get to the test scores and what they actually say on our nation's report card when it comes to the education or lack thereof for our students. So National Assessment of Educational Progress, as it's called, NAEP, N-A-E-P, it's administered, as I said before, and I'll say it again, to the fourth and the eighth graders. Every few years, they do a comparison of reading and math. How are the kids doing? And they rank it in an area by being, you know, below basic, then basic, uh, proficient, or advanced, okay? And maybe you're saying to yourself, back in my day, advanced was what we called basic. But now, <laughs> if you get to advanced, there's some kind of a genius out there. And because you are a genius, then we need to bring you back down because it's not equitable. Anyway, (laughs) so let's talk about the decline in the scores. Uh, Even NAEP itself said it's the largest score declines in mathematics at grades 4 and 8 since their initial assessment way back in the 19 of 90. (laughs) So, okay, well, hey, what what are we talking? What are the actual numbers? Well, overall, uh, grade 4 math was down 5 points, and we had a whopping – Zero states increase out of out of all this. It's actually fifty-two scores. I do believe they do because they include Puerto Rico and D.C. You could have made that a little,
2: a little more dramatic. You a could have asked, "How many states have increased their math scores?"
1: <laughs> the answer is Zero. Zero. Zero,
2: zilch, goose egg, none, nada.
1: Now, twenty-five percent, just in fourth grade alone. Okay, you can see it on on the screen there. It said, but twenty-five percent of those fourth graders were below basic. Right, they couldn't even be basic. They were below that, and, and what it says for the standards is that you're able to identify attributes of polygons as well as 3D shapes. One out of four children, oh my gosh, that was a math thing and I just did it in my head, 25%, one, one out of four. Wow,
2: and you've been out of school for a while. <laughs> huh? Man,
1: I, I clearly wasn't in school currently. <laughs> So one out of four of our kids are below basic. We can't. We're not even talking about being, hey, proficient or even advanced for sure. We're we're nowhere near there because one out of four of our kids are below basic. Now that's grade four. Grade eight is worse. <clears throat> okay, grade eight, they are down eight points. Uh in in 26 urban districts as well. they uh, they're all just down zero percent again increased with 23. Of 26 of those urban districts, which we don't have on the screen, but just all the big cities, 23 of the the 26 urban districts had a four to a 15 point drop in math for their eighth graders. So if you live in a big city right now, just know that your eighth graders are failing math. Um, Three of them had no significant change. Now, 38%, 38% were below basic. And remote. again, eighth grade math, the basic level is considered you You can use operations to solve real world problems involving integers or fractions. That is insane to me that are, I mean, back in, in my day, you would take algebra as an eighth grader. You would be able to do these basic things, but our kids cannot do it. So when you look at the specific content areas and compare them, even the, again, this is just three years ago because they go in three increments like this those arrows are going down in every content <laughs> specific area mm-hmm. and then the overall assessment is down obviously so our kids can't do math is the long and short of it if you, in case you don't care about the numbers which clearly our kids don't they don't understand them just know it's a bad thing our kids are not getting better at math
2: uh can i quote a few governors please
1: ah uh, it depends which ones
2: okay the previous story by the way um well, let's just, the headline of this story, I've just got, I don't agree with it, but I, I've got to tell you, it says, blue versus red, 2022 test scores show devastating toll of school shutdowns. Hmm, so the reason for the low scores is the RONA, The virus, the school shutdowns, that's the reason I disagree. I want to share North Carolina Governor Beverly Perdue said, this is not the result of simply a horrible three years for students. This is a result of a realized generational decline. If people get this data, look at it, which is what we're doing. And think it's all because of the pandemic, then that could very well be a nearly fatal mistake for decision making. And one more governor. Oh, did you want to say
1: something? No, I was. What I want to add to that is, again, this is where if you put your blinders on or if you're thinking just in terms of politics, you're going to see it as, oh, it was coronavirus or no, this is how it's always been. But Mm -hmm. now we're just highlighting and, and hopefully everyone can agree that it's not a good thing for our students, no matter what supposedly the reason is.
2: Right. And Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin said today's NAEP results are the proverbial final nail in the coffin if this doesn't wake you up then you're clearly trying to cover up your own bad decisions in the business world this is a great point in the business world if this was your report card there would be an immediate change in management you would be fired and I think that's what the voters did
1: I think maybe if Elon Musk was in charge, that's quite possibly what would happen. But yeah. let's take a look specifically uh, at fourth grade okay. reading and let's look at your state specifically, because we, we have a, a plotted chart here as to what's going on. So again, reading, if you can't read, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what's going on. We have a thing called the Y axis. It's the one that goes up and down. All right. That's showing the change in percent of scoring just being basic or better. Okay? So where, where is so basic?
2: Is that the dotted line?
1: change is the dotted line. Oh, 0% right. So it's a negative right now. So everyone below the dotted line means you are all doing worse. Okay. You got worse (laughs) in the basic category. Now, on the very bottom uh, horizontal axis called the x-axis, again, this is math combined with reading, uh, the percent of 2020 to 2021 that was spent in-person school. So this is actually showing quite fascinating. Mm -hmm. So how did our fourth grade classes do with their reading and how does that compare not only between 2019 and 2022 but how does it compare in terms of how much time you were spent in school so the long and short of it is if your state is in the bottom left corner it means you're doing really bad your scores have gone down far about the 8% mark or more, and you ha- had hardly any time spent in school. And that's where you see Washington, DC, you have Maryland, you have Oregon, Virginia, Minnesota, Nevada, New York, all of them in the bottom left-hand corner. Now huh. in the uh, go to the opposite end, you go which amount of schools percent spent tons of time in school learning and which ones either stayed relatively like they lost some, but not as much as the other ones or even gotten better. And the uh, outlier there, Florida, Florida, just going to say Florida. Also Alabama did well in Louisiana, which uh, let's be honest, Louisiana didn't have good scores to begin with. So any improvement for them is kind of like, well, I I mean, they needed to improve.
2: Yeah. Right around that dotted line that we were just looking at. I saw five red States and Hawaii.
1: Yeah. And Hawaii had very interesting to me. Well, I mean, it's Hawaii. They can be outside year round anyway, and it'll be safer for them. But all right, we got one more (laughs) map. So now that we know how to read these maps, uh, let's take a look at the eighth grade math, which I said overall was down significantly, but let's see how your state compares. Uh, In this, everybody was lower. Everybody, every state, and again, they included Puerto Rico and uh, DC in there too. The percent of being proficient which is a step above basic. So we want everyone to be proficient, okay? That's what we're hoping for. We don't want them to be basic. We want them to be proficient. Everyone was below 0%. So that means everyone lost. Oh, they my did worse. goodness! But again, it, it compares it to how much time was spent in person rather than remote. So if you're on the right side, if you're spending 60 to 100% of that time last school year, actually in school, they did in general better than obviously if they were in the bottom left-hand corner which includes washington minnesota pennsylvania new jersey north carolina oregon it's a there's some color coding going on there
2: so is that red state blue state is that what they did yep okay even i can understand that look
1: look look at that i i'm so proud of you now just again no overall it's bad what we're trying to show you that's the bottom line of this our kids are not reading any better they are not doing math any better they are much much worse than they were Yes, then pre-pandemic, but also keep going back in time and take a look at how our kids are not getting any smarter. And yet we're putting billions and billions of dollars more all the time.
2: But the answer is more money, more education funding, more tax dollars. To, that's the answer. I'm, I'm sorry, Katie. When we come back, we know New York City has a homeless problem, but a new report gives some heartbreaking insight on how many school-aged kids don't have a place to call home. Stay with us.
0: Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company.
1: All right, so we kind of have a theme going on today, and this next story about homelessness, I think ties into what we've been talking with test scoring. So homelessness is not just an adult problem, okay? New York City students are without homes this past year in the amount of 104,000, okay? Wow. Take that in for a moment. This is just talking about New York City. Students are at 104,000 of them. Now, new data is showing that the public school system had that many students, almost one in 10, Okay, that's about one in 10 who did not have their own home, which is up 3% from the previous year. And around 30,000 students were in shelters, around 69,000 were living with other families. What? And in addition, 5,500 youth were staying in parks, abandoned structures, and vehicles. So when they say 104,000, it's 30,000 in shelters, 69,000 with other families, and then the 5,500 or, or so somewhere scattered about in the city now over 60 percent of them the children who were living in temporary housing facilities were chronically absent last year meaning they were gone for at least 10 percent of days at school and i'm not trying to make this a uh be in school because you're going to learn thing but it's being a home first and that's where yeah. it's uh, how about we talk about this new york city we talk so much about you know everything else and the politics and all all that in new york city but we don't talk enough of what is happening with our own children yeah Within our own borders, I will say, uh, and we don't take care of them first. And by the
2: way, we hammer California, and mm-hmm. rightly so. San Francisco and, and most of Los Angeles, the homeless problem, the, the sanitation, the issues they're having there are horrendous. But yeah, New York, I didn't realize it was that bad in New York.
1: Well, I, I figured it would be bad. I didn't know what the numbers were, but when you take it from the The thinking like we tend to do, especially with California, of, you know, the adults, uh, drug addicts, criminals, that type of Mm -hmm. a mind perception of it. And you forget that there are 104,000 children. We're talking children here. And again, in this country, we tend to focus mostly on adults or immigrants being homeless. We don't focus on our children. And that's Mm -hmm. where we do it beyond a disservice to our country. Now, uh, this is something that we can talk about moving ahead because Mm -hmm. this this is what what happens a lot. Um, But just know there is an organization in New York City that's been there uh, for decades upon decades called the Bowery Mission, and their whole mission is to make it so that they get they get these kids off the streets. And in fact, they've been around since the 1870s, and they're like a great organization that's trying to to make it so everyone has a place to sleep.
2: So for several years, the cost of living has been going up and that has dramatically impacted, especially poor families. And I can imagine that, we don't have numbers specifically on that, but that plays hugely into this problem because if you're already poor and you've got gas prices and everyday expenses like groceries and things going up, you're gonna have some problems, and I, I don't think anyone's really seen the whole like across the board, across the country, the effects of this yet.
1: All right, well, we could say a lot about that, but before we go is up next. And we have Vice President Kamala Harris doing her best to capture the essence of Miss Frizzle by announcing the key to improving children's education lying within that which goes round and round. Stay with us.
0: We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us.
2: Before we go, while more than 100,000 New York kids are homeless, the Biden administration is trying to shift focus to pretty yellow school buses. In fact, as part of their green initiative, uh-oh, they're looking to invest up to $5 billion to produce electric school buses. Yes, this is a true story, not the Babylon B. The initial release of $913 million will produce 2,400 school buses at a rough cost of 370,000 per vehicle, which by the way, is twice as expensive as producing a typical diesel school bus. The spending on electric school buses comes as the most recent national testing scores show the largest average score decline in reading since 1990 and the first ever score decline in math. First ever, um, Katie, Sounds like a great time to, con- to continue spending more money on things sure. that really don't make kids any smarter and don't help education.
1: Oh, sure. That's, that's yeah. what we do here. It's yeah. America.
2: Speaking of travel, a young bird is making headlines as the new record holder for the longest nonstop flight. Scientists say a five-month-old bar-tailed godwit was tagged when it left Alaska on October 13 and touched down 11 days later in... Tasmania, Australia, without taking a break. Wow, that's a distance of over 8,400 miles. Now, a bird expert in Australia fascinated by the incredible journey says the bird likely lost half of its body weight during continuous flight. Hey, there's a new diet idea for us. Let's fly. Experts add that the trip was very risky since the bird took an unusual route, route that kept it over water. For most of the trip which made it nearly impossible to land if it got tired katie 8400 miles that's a long flight on one tank of gas this, if you this think is about true, it
1: but if if that birdie would have just gotten on one of the biden buses maybe then it wouldn't have been so tired
2: Do, will the biden buses float that's the question or get
1: get long get more than 100 miles even i doubt it we'll get I, to the
2: I, bottom I of that it. um anyway speaking of records if you're looking to get in those extra steps right counting steps consider heading to my home state of michigan where i grew up the world's longest timber towered suspension bridge has just opened in boyne falls it's skybridge michigan at boyne mountain it runs 1200 feet long 5 feet wide and 118 feet above the ground. For comparison, the famous sky bridge in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, is 700 feet long. So adding an extra 500 feet helped bring home the title of the world's longest timber-towered suspension bridge. Katie, would you cross the void at 118 feet up?
1: Would sure. you? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm game.
2: I would think it would be safe.
1: And it's closer now to us, so I can i can just go to that
2: yep well that wraps up this segment more to come next time
1: well i mean if you're looking still for that fall those fall colors like in that suspension bridge what do we have something for you tonight tonight at 7 p.m central so stay tuned we have a very special little episode of the lunch line it's apple time it's apple hmm, where david and i taste test some apples that we got from my local orchard that I work at. And so we're gonna educate you on the various apples that you may nope. be wanting to enjoy in edu- the fall or year round for that matter. So stay tuned, La Lunch Line talking about <gasps> apples at 7 p.m. Central. All right, well, uh, since you're sticking around for that, you might as well in the meantime, smash the like button right there on the screen if you're watching us on the social media and Obviously, we would like you to give us a little feedback, any questions, concerns. Maybe it could be about apples in the upcoming lunchline episode. Now, uh, all you have to do is go to stayeducated.org to do that, and uh, we'd very much appreciate anything you you give us. But for now, for David and for myself, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting what we do. Until next time, stay educated.
0: Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo makeup and hair by katie shoal graphics designed by dan Kaler. educated is owned by freedom project media see other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the freedom project media app copyright 2022